I don't know where you're listening to this, Apple, Spotify, MySpace, Grinder, but wherever it is, please be sure to give it a rating. Again, I don't care if it's zero out of five stars or maybe an exaggerated five out of five if you're feeling all generous. You could probably get a tax write-off or an act of charity that great, but please rate it or even, even leave a little review if you've got something to say. Also, shout out to Olivia in the UK, a day one listener, still on the team, rocking that merch overseas. We'll be having some new shirts coming this summer, hopefully a 4th of July one that, uh, that that's just in time for shipping out for that. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Anyways, now that garbage is out of the way, welcome to episode number Who Gives a Shit of the Valley Boys. I am your host, Dave Weasel. Let's get this over with. I've been listening to you, or at least noticing, that some of you don't like the political toilet flush material I've been doing on here. Okay, but I see the numbers. I see some of y'all dip out. You dip out when I'm rambling on about it towards the end, and that's fine. That's why I put it at the end. But I'm thinking about, or rather, I'm rather in the process of doing it on an entirely separate new podcast. Okay, it's going to be like, um, you know, going into a different room to fart instead of blasting it out in front of your dinner guests. Um, I'll be sure to let you know when and where that'll be. Uh, so you're welcome to join me in the other fart room for a, for a little fart fest, or you can stay here and enjoy the charcuterie board. Man, that's really milking a metaphor. Anyway, this is the Valley Boys. It's still in Reseda, okay? Um, I'm mostly an Orange County cat now, trying to get a new place down there. What a nightmare. Found a brand new house, great fit. They wanted uh, slightly below market rate. Cool, cool. So I put in an application, and then they hit back with the old bait and switch, all right? So they say, okay, we've had some competitive offers, so we're going to raise the rent by more than the total price you've ever paid in rent uh, in Winnipeg. We're going to add that on uh, every month here, and we're going to require a long-term contract. Um, it's going to put you well into your 40s, but not just that, we're going to require the money up front. Okay, so total for you to move in here, you're going to need to pay $95,000 day one. But hey, to sweeten the deal, we're going to include a bed frame and uh, maybe some hand tiles. Um, we're flying a little too close to the sun with this and just being greedy little pigs, so, uh, that's exactly what they said. Okay, slightly paraphrased, but, now, there's times in your life where you need to tell someone to go fuck themselves, alright? But, you gotta say it in a professional tone, okay? You wanna type it out, are you fucking insane? But you gotta say, mm, I'm gonna have to pass, thanks. And you know what? That's exactly what I said. Maturity, growth, alright? I also predicted they'd come crawling back within a week because nobody in the right fucking mind is going to be paying for that shit. And sure enough, it was only two days later that they came back with the original terms. All right, cool. So I reapply. But they did it again. This time they only waited one day to come back and say, all right, um, so remember the deal we just made again for the second time? All right, uh, just kidding. All right, we're, um, we're going to be raising the price uh, after you apply it again because we're greedy little pigs. Now, there isn't a passive-aggressive way to say go fuck yourself in that situation. Now, this is war. Now, I have to waste more of my time thinking of a way to retaliate and waste some of their time. I'm not a completely mature adult. I got to do something about this. All right, sure. I can have some friends schedule viewings and not show up or... Maybe call a little bit late and say, sorry, sorry I'm late, I can't really explain, but I need you to clear a path to the bathroom. But do you know what? Something like that isn't enough. That's for someone who tried raising the price once. Nah, they did it twice. So now this requires biological warfare. Alright? 
I should get my friend Hector Resendez. You'll remember him from the episode that we did uh, um, a couple months ago called Hector the Consensual Molester. You could tell just by the sound of his voice, you know his dumps are nuclear. I should have him schedule a little viewing of the house. Looking all professional, maybe wearing a polo shirt. You know, he shows great enthusiasm. He loves the place. But when they get to the bathroom, he announces, uh, excuse me for a moment, um, I'm just going to take this for a little test drive. And he just kind of goes in and locks the door. And they're all waiting outside while he's in there shitting and farting. Still gleefully showing interest, you know? Like, oh, I love the faucets you got in here. <laughs> hmm, such a expert craftsmanship on the tiling. <laughs> Is this a new toilet? It feels so... <laughs> Ow! <laughs> oh, I think my grandma has the same... <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> Satan's buttery penis. <laughs> and then he comes out and he goes... Think I'm going to pass. And just walks out the door without flushing. Leaving behind an orgy of diarrhea. Is that burning bridges? Sure. But what's a fart to the man who shat himself? <sighs> Alright, see that's what you get on this show. Alright, you get sentences like, Orgy of diarrhea. <laughs> but you know what? That's in line with Reseda. Remember, it's still not the Orange County, boys. Even though I'm the only one doing it now. An orgy of diarrhea is bringing a taste of the underbelly of the valley to Orange County. Because you don't have the same type of people down there as you do in Reseda. Okay? They got nice things down there in Orange County, like all their teeth. You know this because they've never worn a mask. You also never see stray dogs running the streets like you do here. All right? Told you guys about the mayor. That little Jack Russell walking around the sidewalk. The mayor of Reseda. He's walking with purpose. He looks you right in the eye. He gives you a little nod when you walk over, you know? That is when he's not nipping at your heels. The guy's fucking crazy. But here's the thing. All right? It's like a comedian that gets unsolicited titty pictures. The public nudity in Reseda is something you'd never want to see. Okay? Um, it's like that. There's a guy I saw in Northridge. I'm going to tell this story. I don't care. It's like the guy I saw in Northridge. All right? It's this homeless fella. He kind of, out of no, I'm walking on the sidewalk, okay? And then there's a parking lot, and out of nowhere, this guy comes, cuts me across, uh, cuts across and cuts me off. He's full hog, naked from the waist down. But he's got like an itty bitty shitty dicky, so it was more like he was full hamster than full hog. And he had this perfectly round butt ass, okay? I'm not sure why I needed to tell you that detail, but life is like that. So, anyways, he walks right in front of me, he cuts me off on the sidewalk, and then he just squats down and lets out a log like a Play-Doh Fun Factory. And all of this happened within maybe three seconds, all right? I don't want to look back, partially because you're not supposed to do that, you know, in a, in a confrontation, you can't be looking back. But also, also, I can't be, I, I don't want to see another angle of this. But a guy dumping in broad daylight on the sidewalk is only one degree away it's only one degree away from cutting off my face and wearing it as a mask. Now, here's the crazy part. Rather than, or rather, it's the second crazy part, okay? He vanished just as quickly as he appeared. I did turn around. He wasn't even there anymore. It's like he came from a di different dimension into our reality just to drop a log like some sci-fi portal potty. Porta potty. Portal potty. <laughs> the only evidence that I didn't imagine that is the Easter ham-sized log he left on the street there's no mistake in what that was okay someone walking by is gonna know that there isn't a, a timberwolf sized dog somebody's walking around 
leaving that atrocity. That could only be a round-ass homeless man from another dimension. All right? Now, I'm no stranger to public defecation myself. To clarify, that was in the woods at summer camp. Okay? I did... Uh, okay, fine. Fine. I've been the shitter once. I was at summer camp. All right? We were on an overnight trip type of thing, you know, out in the woods, kind of um, away from the cabins. And... Uh, <laughs> I had to take a dump, so I went down by the beach to do it. I dropped a log and, uh, you know, came back. This other kid, he wanders down there, too. And then he steps into shit. And he makes a big deal about it. He's like, oh, man, there's a bear stalking us or something. And I'm like, oh, it's not, it's not a bear. You know, it's probably like a, like a little, little tiny fox or something like that. He's like, oh, no, 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 that's a bear dump. Oh, God. And then everybody went to look at it. <laughs> And I have to pretend to be just as confused as everybody. And, you know, for some reason, this one person said, oh, that looks like a raccoon dump. Like, they're a fucking expert, you know? And everybody's like, it's suspiciously human. And then at the end of the summer camp, uh, you know, when you do the little talent show, we made a whole song about it. The whole time. The whole time that was going on, I knew it was me. Anyways, that's fucking disgusting. Back to Orange County. Back to Orange County in the Valley. So the one thing that the Valley... Fuck... <laughs> Why did I tell that? The one thing the Valley and Orange County have in common, aside from public defecation, is, is Trader Joe's everywhere. All right? Calm down. I know everybody loves Trader Joe's, but I'm talking about the actual place, not necessarily the food. All right? I do love me some of those JoJo's and that pickle-flavored popcorn, but I got no use for, you know, small batch uh, organic mustard or whatever the fuck. All right? So it's not all sunshine and pumpkin spice rainbows. The layout of the building... I hate that shit. It's so fucking crowded and narrow and um, the aisles with just shit in the most random places. There's always some Botox lizard lady kind of pushing you out of the way. Mm. The lines, the lines, dude, they're out of control. It's like going to the DMV. There's always six man buttons in every line. And the last time I was there, the last time I was at the checkout, okay, it was being held up because this woman was flirting with a cashier, all right? And he's a guy who's got his, he's, he's puffing out his chest hair out of that Hawaiian shirt. You know, even though he's, he would do that even when he's not at work, I feel like. Okay. And this lady, she's got them big hoop earrings. Okay. And she's probably drawn to him because Trader Joe's is famous for hiring ex-cons, which I do think is great. Okay. And the hoop earrings, probably just a coincidence. All right. Okay. Maybe that's a little prejudice, but you know what? The best way to measure how racist somebody isn't is by how much you're willing to dismiss something as a coincidence. Okay. No personal space. Oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> See, okay, again, Orange County. I was at the Apple store. God forbid. All right? And this dude, the guy working there, he's showing me the, the headphones so I could do a little podcast in the car if I needed to. Um, and then three people kind of squish right into that little desk area that's against the wall so there's nowhere to go. And I'm, I'm testing them out. And a fourth guy comes along, and he legitimately squeezes me the fuck out of there. Like, he pushes me with his shoulder a little bit. And I go loudly, excuse you, and he doesn't even turn back. All right? The worst part of this shit is that 90% of the people in the Apple store at any given time, they're just looking. They're just a bunch of tire kickers. I'm there, cash in hand, getting thrown around like a prison gang recruit. But that's Orange County, man. Entitlement. You don't see it in the Valley. Not entitlement like that. It's almost the opposite. Whatever, man. Can't believe I told the story about the dump. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in this beautiful sun-soaked spring season, you know what you need? 
wholesome, convenient meals to power you up for those warmer, more active days. And lucky for you, we've got Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit coming to your rescue. It's like having a personal chef that delivers straight to your door. Now let me tell you, I'm a busy guy. May's a wild month, and cooking? Yeah, that's not happening. But with Factor, forget about the grocery store mayhem, the chopping, the prepping, and the endless cleanup. These meals are fresh, never frozen, and guess what? They're ready in just two minutes. That's like the speed of light in the culinary universe. So heat them up, savor those flavors, and get right back to soaking up that sunshine. Now, before we jump into summer, let's talk about those calories. I mean, who wants to count calories? Not me. But with Factor's Calorie Smart Meals, you don't have to. They're dietitian approved and clock in at around or less than 550 calories per serving. So you can have your cake and eat it too. Well, not literally cake, but you get the point. And hey, if you're on a quest for energy, they've got you covered. Their Protein Plus meals are the superheroes of the food world. They pack a punch with over 30 grams of protein or more per serving. It's like having a personal trainer built right into your meal. Talk about a protein power-up. They've got a menu that caters to all kinds of lifestyles. Keto, Calorie Smart, Vegan and Veggie, and Protein Plus. They've got something for everyone. These meals are prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians so you know they're legit. They've got all the ingredients to keep you satisfied and crush those goals. And hey, if you're feeling fancy, you can even add some protein to select vegan and veggie meals each week. It's like a gourmet twist on a plant-powered goodness. Now get this. They've got over 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options. It's like a culinary adventure waiting to happen. And it doesn't stop there. You can level up your mealtime experience with over 45 add-ons. Breakfast delights like apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and uh, potato bacon and egg breakfast skillets. They've even got refreshing beverages like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. And for those who crave the extra protein punch, well, they've got you covered with options like salmon filet and chicken wings. I mean, who says meals can't be a party? So here's the kicker. Factor, Factor is not only a mealtime hero, but it's also a budget-friendly sidekick. It's cheaper than takeout, and my friends, their meals are fa ready faster than a speeding bullet in just two minutes. You'll have a delicious feast right in front of you. It's like magic, but tastier. All right, one more. By choosing Factor, you're not just feeding your belly. You're also saving the world. They've offset 100% of their delivery emissions, use 100% renewable electricity, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. I mean, who knew saving the planet could taste so good? So this May, say goodbye to the mealtime mayhem and hello to hassle-free clean eating with Factor. Just pick your meals, sit back, and enjoy the show. Fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered and ready in two minutes. Head to factormeals.com slash valleyboys50 and use code valleyboys50 to get 50% off your first box. That's, that's code valleyboys50, the number 50, at factormeals.com slash valleyboys50 to get 50% off your first box. Guys in Orange County, they don't take dumps on the sidewalk. No, no, no. They walk around Whole Foods talking loudly on their phones, wearing like a suit jacket and jeans. You know exactly the type of guy I'm talking about. They got, despite that, they're still wearing like really expensive shoes, but also a t-shirt. Okay, so picture that guy. That's the dude. Every three years, he's buying a white base model BMW. Completely unaware that there's a signal light attached to it. But anyways, anyways, um, this guy's always behind on his child support payments. He's uh, uh, like at least by a couple of months. <laughs> That's how you know a guy has whipped out his hog at an inappropriate time, okay? That's the guy, um, 
he's on a business trip when when everyone kind of decides to soak in the hotel's hot tub. That's the kind of guy who pulls it out under the water and kind of pokes it up above the bubbles. He's like, hey, check it out. It's a Loch Ness Monster. Wearing a suit jacket and jeans. That's what he does. But it's not just uh, with the guys. There's at least one girl in that pool, you know? Someone who dreaded the trip for this very reason. But run out of, she ran out of dead grandmas as uh, excuses not to go. And the worst is, like, he's locked onto her eyes, you know? Through his per- but like in the side, like through his peripheral vision. So while he's whipping it up, he's kind of side-eyeing her a little bit to see what she thinks. Or maybe he went full hog at Whole Foods. He's got to go to the one in Reseda. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's no Whole Foods in Reseda. But see, that's the thing. You could always tell. Uh, there's like kind of a list of guys that would pull their hog out at inappropriate times. All right, let's think of a list here. First, guy's named Richard. All right, that's, that's sort of a name that died down a lot. Everyone's stepdad is named Richard, though. That's a guy who gets mad when you simply look at his tools, Richard. Don't name your kid Richard unless you want him pulling out his hog at a hot tub. The name is literally Dick. Eh, had to. Low-hanging fruit. That's how we do it in the Valley. We're not in Orange County yet. Also, guys who whip out their hog are dudes that are in Whole Foods talking loudly on their cell phone wearing a suit jacket, jeans, a t-shirt, and expensive shoes. Um, other guys. Let me think. Oh, all right. One of my best friends. He's a guy who does that. At least just to other guys, thank God, and only one time. All right, I'm leaving him out of this, by name at least. If you recall in the last episode, I recounted the story of how my engaged friends met by doing drugs together. Okay, now I'm not invited to the wedding. People don't like it when I use their personal filth uh, on the podcast. You know, and I hope to grow out of it one day. But that day's not today, so let's go. Um, One of my friends, one of my nameless friends... He's actually kind of a big deal, uh, but he decides to you know, let it out, pull out the hog when we're all drinking at his house. It's just me, a couple of friends, having some drinks, getting ready to go out, and he suddenly says, hey, Dave, look, and the donkey was poking his head out the barn door. Now, you can't really judge a wiener by its flaccid state, okay? Lord knows I would hate that, okay? I'm worse than that hamster boy on the street that we were talking about earlier. You know, if I'm asleep in the air conditioning or whatever, we've all seen that Seinfeld episode, you know, the one I was in the pool. So anyways, this guy's got his hog out. All right, it's got some girth to it, but not much length. It looked like a salami log that a hamster, um, sensing a theme here, a hamster nibbled it down into a point. All right? There was, uh, no. Nope. I don't need to be talking about that. Look at that. Growth. I'm an adult. I own a car. And a bed frame. Yeah, that's enough of that. Whatever. Everybody knows I'm not the guy to get advice from, you know? I can serve as a cautionary tale. Other people can learn from my mistakes, but not me. I'm basically the WebMD of answers, you know? Oh, you met a girl snorting cocaine in a men's room at a bar? Don't marry her. That's what I said. Look, it's not the advice you wanted. Go to WebMD. They'll say uh, what causes cancer. And guess what? It's doing cocaine with a girl you just met in the bar. Or Yahoo Answers, man. Okay, remember that shit, Yahoo Answers? Believe it or not, I was um, kind of a pioneer in those terrible answers on that, you know, back in the day when people had Yahoo accounts and Wi-Fi was only for the rich. So we're going back. We're going back in time here. But I got a notification that they were launching Yahoo Answers and they encouraged everyone to ask questions or give answers, okay? Now let me tell you, for three solid weeks, I had the time of my life giving terrible advice to people asking questions, you know? Oh, your chihuahua's walking sideways? 
euthanize it with hockey skates. Oh, your girlfriend won't call you back? All right. Well, call. You have to say call because there's no texting back then, you know. She's probably not sucking 20 dicks. Probably. You know, why don't you leave a voicemail asking how many dicks she's sucking? <laughs> See, that's pure evil. I was a kid back then, you know, and I've, I've changed. <laughs> Quora. Quora is basically the Yahoo Answers for today. Okay, but they're not trolling. They're just stupid. And because of the algorithm, whenever you Google a question, like whenever you ask Google a question, Quora is the first result. Because any question anyone's ever had in existence has been asked on Quora. Okay? And more often than not, it's answered by people making their best guess, but probably know nothing about the subject. All right? Some of it is like asking a football coach what their best uh, hockey strategy would be. You know? Others are like asking a kindergartner to explain quantum physics. It's like, well, it can't be explained by anybody, but it's like that got your nose trick. <laughs> but you know what? That's the world we live in. Anyone claiming to be an expert, despite not having any real knowledge, is in the same group of... These are the same groups of people that have the time to anonymously answer questions online to strangers because nobody in the real world is asking for their help. You know, it's like a bunch of monkeys trying to fuck a football. And that's what, uh... Speaking of monkeys trying to fuck a football, Jesus. We're just all over the place today. Um, Twitter is like that, okay? It's like, it's, it's very much like Quora, okay? Now, I don't, I don't even know if I'm saying Quora right. <laughs> Whenever I mispronounce a word that I've only seen written, I just say, oh, that's a Canadian way of saying it. But yeah, that's Twitter now. Ever since that, uh, that guy Elon, that guy Elon, um took away all the blue check marks and he only gave them to people who pay for it. That's what it means now, by the way. You see a blue check mark? It means this guy pays every month for a verified profile with no actual verification of identity whatsoever. All you need is a phone number, right? Instagram is kind of, they're selling verified badges too now, um, but it still requires your real name and a picture that matches a driver's license, okay? So there is at least the bare minimum of standards. Twitter, it's anyone with eight bucks burning a hole in their pocket, okay? So you don't see it as often on Instagram, um, where they're not complete psychos on Instagram, at least. Uh, I guess that's a huge benefit of it, you know? When you log into Twitter, you see a lot of right-wing extremists with their blue check marks at the top of your feed. Nobody retweeted it into your timeline. You don't follow it, but there they are spewing out their, you know, conspiracies and... And, and uh, warning the world that Donald Trump is being successfully sued about sexual abuse, how that's going to win him the, uh, the, the next election. You know, don't worry, I'm not diving into that. But I will say, I will say this one thing. If, if, you, if you didn't vote for Trump in 2016 and you didn't vote for him again in 2020, but you are voting for Trump now because he has to pay $5 million for going full hog on someone, that says more about you than anything. Anyway, anyways. The Quora people, all right, they're like the top of the feed on Twitter, all right? And I haven't been logging into Twitter because of it, but that's just me. You know, maybe Twitter is worth more than the $44 billion Elon paid for it. What do I know? I'm just Dumpster Pig Dave. You know, one time, one time I was outside smoking, and I farted so loud, the neighbor's dog started barking, and my daughter's mom locked the door. So pfft, don't listen to what I say. These blue check people love pointing out how paying for it is, leveling the, is kind of leveling the playing field. You know, it's like their paid verification carries over to the real world, you know? Yeah, you Hollywood elitists. Now, we're the ones in control because we have an emoji next to our name. You know, 
I'll never forget when someone on that fucking website, Twitter, called me a blue checkmark Hollywood elitist, okay? As I was reading it, literally, as I was reading it, I was wearing a lanyard tied uh, through my belt loops holding it together because I forgot to wear a belt that day. Yeah, that's some Hollywood elitist shit right there. You know, maybe I should uh, be wearing a Hawaiian shirt with my chest hair puffed out of it like Trader Joe. See, that's a precision base of outfits. If you're a musician, you know that a Fender jazz bass is the tender lover who makes sweet love several times and enjoys all the smells and stuff that go along with it. And, you know, you wake up to him and he's making your omelets in your silk robe. The precision bass, on the other hand, you know, he's the big cock Brock, you know, the orgy Georgie showing up with the Hawaiian shirt with his chest hair puffed out, banging on the door saying, this where the orgy at? Is this where all the hoop earrings are? <laughs> but, you know, sexual desire, it's natural. All right. It's literally evolutionary. Um, it's, it's evolutionary that that you enjoy it and that you want to experience it with someone else. But there's a uh, there's a right and a wrong and a very wrong way to go about it. OK, saying want to hang out sometime uh, really means spend enough time around me to see if you decide if you want to have sex with me because I've already made that decision about you. Probably. Uh, there's not a lot of instant gratification that way. Or at least not without any STDs. The wrong way would be commenting like heart emojis on bikini pics from like, you know, three years ago. So if asking for coffee or whatever um, is playing the long game to the bedroom, then the heart eyes is basically saying, um, you can't just you can't just say I'm a fan of blowjobs respectfully. I'm hoping you are respectfully also a fan of them respectfully. <laughs> I'm a nice guy, respectfully, and if at some point um, you feel like doing some blowjobbing, I would hap happily volunteer respectfully. <laughs> Those are the nice guys. That's the wrong way to do it. But still, it's not the very wrong way, which is going full hog in the hot tub on a work trip. But you know what? The older you get, the less effort you have to put in anyway. All right? Jumping headfirst into a new relationship, that's not uncommon for people past like 30 or 35. And it's, uh, it's something everybody's done at some point, you know? But you got to watch out for people that do that exclusively. The serial monogamists. All right? We all got a friend like that. You know, one minute they're complaining on social media about how all men or women are trash. And the next, they're head over heels for someone they just met. Things go great. But it moves too quickly. Just as fast as it started, it's over. And they're back to blaming their problems on the opposite gender. That is until they get another first date. And then the cycle repeats. The circle of life and STD checks. These are people with a lot of love to give, you know? And the recipient is actually the least important factor to the serial monogamous. It really has nothing to do with them. They just got all that in them, and they need to get it out. Anyways, the point being is that the older you get, the faster things move. So you don't even have to go full hog. Uh, you don't have to whip it out without waiting for too long anyway. Again, it's evolutionary. We're all products of a raging boner, okay? Every one of us. We've all had a dad that basically got a boner, pointed at it, you know, looked over to our moms and went, huh? Hmm? What do you think? Okay. Slightly paraphrasing, but not by much. Okay. So now someone's going to DM me and say that they were a test tube baby and be like, huh, well, actually. See, if you're going to be like that, go buy a blue check mark on Twitter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Running out of steam here. Just rambling on. Anyways, let's cut it there or pinch it off there. With all the fart talk we've had. Uh, make sure you're following us online. Valley Boys Pod on Twitter. Valley Boys Podcast on Instagram. Uh, I'm at Dave Weasel on both. Again, 
We're getting some new merch, hopefully for 4th of July. Um, hopefully it'll be out shipped by then and you'll be able to order some, some stuff. Uh, wear it around. Have everybody ask you who the fuck the Valley Boys are. As I said, I'm, uh, I'm pinching it off. We're doing a political, political toilet flush on the new one. I'll be sure to let you know the new outlet for that. Um, something else. I'm also starting a new show with uh, James Cullen Brassick. He's a movie director and Jarrett First. He's a movie producer. So, you know, a director, a producer, and a comedian. If you know these guys or you know you know us three together in particular, you know that it's like a an orgy of diarrhea worth of stories to tell. That's going to be uh, interesting. All right. From Reseda, California, for now. Good night, piggies. <laughs>